Welcome back to They Talk Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Elle Stanger. I have my dear friend, Jem, on, and she makes internet pornography. Hey. <laughs> hey. This will be an extra fun episode for me because as a lot of my listeners know, you know I love it when I get to interview people in my real life. Um, we worked together at the strip club. Can I say that? Yeah, that's years fine. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was some years ago. Uh, so God, about a decade ago. So hi, Jem. Let's talk about your work. What do you make or do? Photo and video content. Um, what platforms do you use? I am on OnlyFans right now and Fansly. And I just started um, on a new website called TreatDAO, like treatdao.com. And that's for selling NFTs. Okay. How long have you been on OnlyFans? Because you know I'm going to ask about... OnlyFans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I started my OnlyFans in December of, of, 20... of 2020. Okay. Because I took a pretty long break from, you know, making porn in general. Right. And then the pandemic happened. Because you had other jobs. You had like conventional jobs you were doing for some years. Yeah. So did you start making internet porn again because of the pandemic or did it just time that way? I mean, I, I think the answer is yes, because of the pandemic, but not because of the lack of money or like income. Mm -hmm. I mean, you like doing it. You actually like making clips, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's really fun. Um, How did you start? You said uh, <laughs> whose idea was it to start the OnlyFans? It was my husband's idea. And his whole thing was, I mean, we've been together for a decade and I've always just sent him nudes and clips and you know things like that for fun and he had like a really big collection of them and <laughs> through the pandemic and just being bored it's like you know our our sex life kind of changed and we were just like hey hot way yeah like we were just kind of getting into it and, yeah you know I've definitely done that um with a couple people in my life where I'm like, ooh, our sex life is really fun and dynamic. Like, people would pay to see this. <laughs> Let's put it online. Let's do, oh my God, we know how to do this or we're gonna try to figure it out, mm -hmm. okay. So yeah, he started it with all my old old content and stuff and then. Because um, you had had a website years ago, right? I did. So I guess your other question. So I got into making internet porn um, Basically, I was living in Brooklyn, and I just finished um, high school, um, and I was in college at the time. And my friend, Billy, from high school was talking to me. He's like, dude, like one of my friends is a cam girl. I don't know if you know what that is, but she makes so much money just sitting in her house with oh her tits God. out. Oh, my God. You know, or something like that. That's the dream. <laughs> right. I know. If only. If only it was that easy. But I mean, <laughs> God, 10 years ago, I'm sure it well, was easier. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. You know, it, a lot of things were different. Right. Um, But yeah. And then I checked out his friend and I saw that she was a God's girl. Um, oh, I remember that website. That website no longer exists, correct? I don't think so, no. Okay, yeah. Some people, a few people out there are like, oh, I know someone. Else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was popular. Mm -hmm. Not like in the same way as Suicide Girls. Mm -hmm. um, There's definitely something to be said about the fact that that website no longer exists and a lot of people would never know about it. And that's kind of how I feel about a lot of platforms these days. Like, what is their staying power before mm -hmm. I sign on to it? And we'll probably come back to that later. Yeah. Okay. So you're so you started webcamming. 
Uh, no, I applied to be a God's girl. Okay, first. so you were a nude internet photo model. Yeah, you know, and it was different back in the day. <laughs> in the aughts. Yeah, in the olden days. <laughs> Turn of the century. Yeah, this is what, like, elder porn. <laughs> we're middle-aged, not elder. <laughs> Nina Hartley is elder. We are approaching middle age. We look great. Yeah, we look great. We're hot. I look so much better than I did 10 years ago. Dude, I do too. Yeah, okay. I like really do. And for some reason I had, I mean, okay, I get Botox. So maybe that's part of it. But I was Oh, like, filler helps, baby. <laughs> I was more wrinkly. Like, I don't know if I was dehydrated or what, but I'm like, what the fuck? I like am way cuter now. I moisturize a lot. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. But so yeah. So I became a God's girl and um, that was different. You know, it's like you submit photo sets to them to the website and then they choose whether or not they like them and then they publish them and did you get a flat rate for a photo set or was it per photo a flat rate so at the time that i was looking like into becoming like an an alternative model or whatever which is what they called them yeah that's what it was 15 years ago because tattoos weren't so common stretched ears yeah exactly so it was different when i was looking into doing that like i i also applied to do suicide girls um and was accepted and i even had my photo shoot um, but then I turned it down because at the time, the way their contract was set up, I didn't like it because I was already selling pictures to other places. Right. That was a thing with them. If you worked with them, you couldn't work with anyone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, what was it? Like getting paid only $500? 500, 500 or... for a photo set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God's Girls, I believe, like only paid you 50 bucks or something for a photo set. Mm-hmm. But you weren't. But you were publishing a lot more of them. I That's what it, it seemed to be. Is totally. They were more likely to buy them. Exactly. Well, once you like make it through, anything that you submit is accepted. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We could go on such a deep dive about that, but we yeah. shan't. We okay. should move on. Moving so you on. started with internet photos. Uh-huh. And then when did you get into video or customs? Like more directly interacting with the clients, I guess. I mean, not really until recently. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. What about webcam, though? Does that not feel as direct? You did webcam, right? Yeah, I camped for a while. I, yeah, for like a really long time. But somehow that's different. I I don't see that as the same question because like making clips and customs is more like production and like acting. Mm -hmm. um, Performance. uh Uh-huh. Whereas like webcamming is just kind of like chilling and hoping you make enough money to get off. See, that's so interesting because, again, I love hearing from people that do this kind of work because I'm like, oh, I have a different approach or I have a similar approach. And for me, I feel like webcam is so much more performing. I haven't been able to like tap in and really click and get to know my audience. But that's probably because I didn't spend a lot of time on there. Yeah. I mean, I think with webcamming, unless you have like a steady schedule, you know, and if at first you need to be sitting there for like six hours at a time, like it's just not going to pop off for you. Mm -hmm. That's right, folks. You heard it six hours at a time. So could you sit and try to be cute and entertaining <laughs> for six hours? Yeah, it's hard. Well, hard. when I started, I did a lot more private chats. Okay. You know, instead of like the free rooms. But then like once people knew who I was, I'd make more money the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. So and okay. So I think we're getting a kind of a relative timeline of your experience in the industry. So yeah. yeah and and I took a couple years off. Um, doing your other jobs. Uh-huh. I was an event director like right before covid mm-hmm. um which was cool and i mean i still was like sending my husband nudes and you know still doing all that you stuff still have a dynamic fun. sex life <laughs> yeah yeah so that's just so, fun but only fans is way different so how does your work relate to your personal life now 
now that you two have been in it for, mm, we're recording this in October, so not a full year yet. But uh, yeah, what's, I mean, what, okay, I have a story I want to share that I love. It was something you said years ago. You were like, oh, a customer wants, or no, 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 I think you were doing webcam. You're like, I need to suck a dick, so do you want to be my dick? And he's like, okay, babe. Like, what a dream for so many people <laughs> to be like, I get a blowjob and my wife, like, we make money from it. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I love That's that. That's so funny that I shared that with you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, what is she going to say? Ah! <laughs> I wouldn't ever try to embarrass you. And then if I do, I cut it. Um. So, yeah. So how is it going? You're having fun? Uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun, but I'm not going to lie and say that it's been very easy. Um. In fact, it hasn't been at all. Um, you know, because he started all of the stuff um, and then it sort of changed. You know, it's like he started the page. He was running the page, the Instagram. He was running it. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Setting it all up, whatever. Like and posting then, the photos, the captions. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was doing all of it. Thank um, you. And then I was still doing like, you know, live streams and stuff like that mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, then it's like he started going on tour again, you know, mm -hmm. and getting work again. So I took over and then all of a sudden it turned into something else, you know, because I have a lot of experience. I've been doing this forever. So it's like once I got put in the driver's seat, I was just like, OK, like <laughs> you want to really have control. Yeah. yeah, And it just, you, you know, and mm -hmm. it was, you know, my success has in has in, you know, I'm more successful. And that's not because. I'm like better than him or anything like that, but it's more personal when it's, you know, yeah, just me. Yeah, totally. Um, you know yourself. Well, folks have asked me, um, Elle, like you're so busy. Why don't you get an assistant? And I say that really takes a lot of the intimacy and the confidentiality out of what I do. 100%. Yeah. I actually just hired an assistant though, but not to. Not to take over those aspects. Totally. Not to like talk to people, but to cue my calendar. That's beautiful. Yeah, because I just have so much content and I'm so disorganized I'm just like confused all the time so I hired my friend's sister mm -hmm. who also has an OnlyFans and she's very cute oh okay good so yeah. she has some understanding exactly and I think it'll help her because she just started out you know mm -hmm. yeah like a civilian running your adult pages is probably not going to go well um so did OnlyFans change any of their policies no they did not no I don't think so Okay. They like rescinded the whole thing. Okay. So that's good for now. And you said you have a fansly and then a treatdow.com account. Yeah. Okay. Is there, and people can find you on Twitter at Lil Shorty Gem. Shorty. <laughs> yeah, Lil Shorty Gem. I have a funny story. Somebody on Instagram thought my name was Lilsha. Lilsha. Because of it. And like just kept DMing me like, Lilsha, you're so beautiful. <laughs> like, you know, just like shit like that. And one day I was just like super moody. I was like, my name is Jem. <laughs> like, and I explained it, you it know. It's complicated. And like, it's like little shorty. I was like, I'm like very small. You are very small. Yeah. You How know? tall are you? I'm five feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Aww. So did FOSTA SUST impact you at all or did you miss a lot of that? I missed a lot of that. Because, because you were that, out of the game. Uh-huh. That's when I had my event stuff right so when you came back to trying to post promo on instagram was or when you came to instagram to post promo had you done it before for adult stuff or no no okay so you're learning the rules brand new yeah like, well I, you know i i did 
I guess, like when I was dancing and stuff. But Instagram was so different back then, like not only because of FOSTA SESTA, but just the way that people used it. Right. And we were working as strippers together. God, what year was it? 2010? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Did Instagram exist in 2009? I can't even remember. Oh, it did. Did it? Okay. Oh, yeah, because I remember that girl... Yes. One, yes. one time she flipped out at me for like posting a food picture or something. She's like, Adora, nobody gives a fuck about your sandwich. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, She's no. usually so nice. Oh my God. She hated me. Oh, wow. I don't I'm going to cut her name, why. but I'm going to keep this in. See, I never would have guessed that. Wow. I don't even know why. The rivalries we have are just so hard to keep track of and so unexpected sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I must have done something. Oh, no. Just, the- I, I mean, I was just like drunk and annoying, probably. <laughs> don't go blaming yourself. See, that's victim blaming. Right <laughs> just like, nobody cares about your fucking sandwich. So, she must have been drunk. There was there- definitely, I mean, she, she always was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I asked my Instagram audience, I'm on there at stripper writer. I said, triple X internet creators, what do you like or dislike about the work? Someone says, I love the community, but I hate the expectations people place on us. Hmm. Someone says, I enjoy being able to work as much or as little as I like and have a reliable form of passive income. That's good. It's reliable for her. For some people, it's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone says, I dislike. Oh, this is the same person as the last. I dislike having to constantly dream up new poses and scenarios to film. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or like clothing. (laughs) Uh, red outfit red outfit <laughs> red is a outfit classic. blue toy <laughs> you know shit like that i do not think about themes do you not no oh wow okay it's working for you um <laughs> someone says i dislike the fear i have of having platforms removed sometimes my intimacy suffers mm. interesting someone says i have a fear of being recognized i have maybe one good month followed by a bad one Someone says, I like the independence. I like working with my partner. Oh, the kick I get when the views or the subs increase. Mm-hmm. Big serotonin rush. Mm-hmm. Someone says, I dislike the emotional labor involved when people's ideas of you um, and their belief that they have 24-7 access to you. That is annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I like regularly have to tell people like <sighs> I exist outside the internet. Yeah, and you can't message me all the time it, and expect me to answer you. Yeah, like if it's the middle of the night, like yeah, it is gonna take me eight hours to reply to you. Like you idiot, goddamn. And if you want to rush me, send me money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, I do want to add something because I yeah, only said please. something like kind of negative about my relationship and in um, relationship to our work. But I, I just want to say that lately it's been really awesome um, because we really work through all, we've really worked through all this stuff and now our sex life is super fun because sometimes people ask us to do certain things um, mm. that we wouldn't normally do. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, but that we were both like, okay, yeah, that sounds like fun. And then we're like, shit, that was like super fun, That's you know? That's so and, cool. Yeah. Or like... Um, and after we a made a together. custom video for somebody and I like didn't know how this was going to go, but he wanted me to like say his name, the person who purchased. Oh, yeah, I've had that. And 
I've had that. My husband loved it. He was like, that was fucking hot. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, cool. I thought so too. (laughs) (laughs) I had specifically uh, one cut client who likes me to talk shit to the camera where I'm like, oh yeah, you'll never be like as much a man as this. Oh yeah. It's so cheesy. It's fun though. Yeah. Well, that's like kind of like the hot wife stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You lesser human being, you. Mm -hmm. You're not worthy. Yeah, you're not worthy. Pay for this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's good. Good for you too. So of course it was super hard and there was like jealousy and like weird shit like that. But the more I like include him, like, and I don't mean just like fucking me on film. Like I mean being like, oh, like this person messaged or this person's late on paying. Exactly. mm -hmm. You know, just kind of that shit with B. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just keeping him in the loop or like. Mm hmm. Hey, can I Venmo you this amount of money to like edit this clip? I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Editing porn is so hard. I'm like masturbating like while I'm editing it. Ah! (laughs) Like shit. That's so cute. It's been three hours. Like I need to finish editing this five minute video. (laughs) I hate it when my labia skin gets chafed because I've been filming so much and then having like a sex life in my Mm -hmm. personal life. And then also maybe working at the strip club and having some kind of friction interaction with oh, like a definitely. pole or a stage or yeah. these jeans. Uh, okay, so we're having a lot of fun here. So mm-hmm. go to theytalksex.com is our website if you hate listening apps for some reason. Otherwise, rate and review us on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And you can find Gem on Twitter and Instagram at Lil Shawty Gem. Ioba Toys is the creator of the super silent sex toys, the Oh My G and the Oh My C. The Oh My G is a G-spot massager with three intensity levels, a massaging pearl, and a unique C-shape made to precisely hit the G-spot. The Oh My C is a clitoral massager with a rotating massaging pearl that mimics a tongue or fingers, also known as oral sex, and it fits in the palm of your hand. Both toys are super silent and come in pink or white. Try code L30 for 30% off on iobatoys.com. Do you have sex questions? Do you want help learning new techniques, communicating with a partner, opening a relationship, or exploring kink? Sex and intimacy coach Stella Harris can help. Book a session now to take your intimate life to the next level. Listeners of this podcast receive 20% off their first session with code TTS. Learn more and schedule at www.stellaharris.net or follow her on Instagram at Stella Harris Erotica. Welcome back to They Talk Sex podcast. It's me, Elle Stanger. I'm an ASEX certified sex educator and a longtime adult entertainment industry worker or performer as it were uh and i touch people for money sometimes in varying gray areas of legality i (laughs) support decriminalization everyone (laughs) visit oregonsexworkers.com the website for our human rights committee that i am a part of if you want to support decriminalization of sex work in oregon and beyond i don't usually mention that but i just did so let's do some listener questions with Jem. Woo! All right, listener question one, and we kind of already talked about this. Okay. Is creating porn emotionally exhausting? Well, way to frame the question. I mean, it sure can be. Yeah. 
is filming porn is creating porn emotionally exhausting i mean honestly no i don't feel that creating porn is emotionally exhausting hell yeah i love creating porn it that part doesn't exhaust me at all it's like the the back end stuff that i find exhausting the editing you just well i actually really enjoy editing and i really enjoy um you know being artistic or Mm -hmm. i don't know like i enjoy editing my content even though it's like hard sometimes because it's like hot but not the photos but i find like the scheduling it and like figuring out when to send things to sell and like staying consistent advertising is hard like gotta remind people i'm on this thing again Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and like one of your reader responses or whatever that you read from instagram Mm -hmm. saying like oh i like that i can work whenever i want or or not like i don't feel like that (laughs) like like i did for i did for a while but it's like at least for me it's like once i hit a certain point like i don't want to not be there anymore do you know what what i mean mean? like i mean like monetarily okay and like connected to my subs and like once i'm in this place where it's like there's momentum i'm just like i can't like not do anything oh right yeah you get caught up in the rush yeah you're making money you want to keep making money exactly i'm like ah like that can feel a little trapping sometimes oh 100 percent. right well and it makes sense why i mean i think there's a lot of shame thrown on people for like the money aspect of it like oh you're just in it for the money or like don't let the money like become addicting but like capitalism is fucked and living wages rarely exist so of course we want to keep doing this thing Uh that is so uncertain well and you know not only that but it's like there's a rolling there there's like a rolling schedule it's like people subscribe and they don't always stay there Mm -hmm. you know so it's like okay well every day i'm gonna lose x amount of subscriptions like i need to make sure that i get that or more mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. you know which is fine like I actually don't like think about that consciously too much anymore but like yeah but some people can't manage that at all and that's totally understandable so that's that's why we sure. say this stuff can be really hard for some people yeah but like the 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 sex and you know the like actual making of porn I like really like because I think on camera I access a different part of my sexuality than I do in real life mm, that's so fun yeah I'm at the point where I want to start creating again. So I'm like starting to think about what my concerns are. You know what my concerns are? Fucking a zit on my butt cheek. You know what I mean? Like a blemish or something like that. (laughs) You can fix that in post. Using different (laughs) apps. I mean. Okay. See, this is like technology is like, you know, stuff you got to learn. But those are like, those are my, it's not like, oh, am I going to get outed or will this, I'm lucky. Will this threaten my future? Just like, oh, is my razor burn visible? And like stuff like that can be stressful to people, you know? Well, totally. Yeah. I have like a a dick rate video that I made for someone and I have like the biggest zit on my face ever. (laughs) And I tried to do so much. I mean, I really did edit it a lot, but. Isn't editing video pretty hard? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's difficult. So my face like started flashing like during it because of how much <laughs> shit I put on it and I'm like you know what fuck it uh, and then he's like you're so beautiful and oh I'm like, good answer okay all right fine good got this this is good uh, <laughs> this kind of okay so this goes right nicely to listener question number two what is something you wish your fans would learn or understand um that it takes time to make this stuff 
Yeah, that it takes time. I actually like went off on somebody, but not in like a, a mean way because I like this sub. But I just went off. I had had a couple glasses of wine. I'm like, when people say this shit isn't a real job, like I get so fucking pissed off. Like, where? Wait, where did you go off? On uh, somebody who's subscribed to my page. Oh, like in a video, like in a oh, chat. Oh no, we were just chatting. Oh okay. And he was telling me that he wanted to, like, start his own page because he's a musician mm. and like, um, wants to like play the sax naked or something. Do so it. somehow I just like went off, and I'm like. <sighs> When people say this shit to me, like blah blah blah, blah. and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, bro." And then <laughs> didn't mean to shit on your dreams. <laughs> so, do you feel like it's? I guess that kind of answers. Like, do you feel like is it frustrating when people talk about stuff they haven't done? Like from your end, having experienced so much of the hardship of it, like in the production, and I guess yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, anno- it annoys me, but I'm just like. Okay, do it. Yeah. Hope it goes well. Except for with this one guy. But then one, I apologize. Now I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You're like, <laughs> sorry. That was me, not you. Yeah. He's like, it's fine. I liked it. I'm like, okay. Cool. Interesting. Okay. Well. Yeah, works. I guess he liked like hearing my opinion or oh, being a okay. real person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I find more often than not when I let my like inside show, like the ones in my heart, like not my, the insides that are always <laughs> on display. <laughs> Oh, I did not even pick up on that. <laughs> As I pun. said it, I'm like, God. Oh, that's great. Um, but people seem to like that. Good. Okay, so this goes quite nicely into listener question three. Do you ever set boundaries while on camera? I think it's a turn on when people do that. So I think they mean set boundaries with your performing partner. On live camera yeah so like an example like one time me and b were filming and he slapped me and i said something like softer or like not so hard mm-hmm. 100 percent. Like okay yeah cool yeah why do you do that or do you because some people cut adjustments like that out. oh well if i'm doing like a video like to sell like a you know one that i recorded that's a not custom. live yeah if i'm making custom content or just something for my page to sell I would edit that out. I don't include it, but okay. definitely on live streams, I've asserted my boundaries. Good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because it's difficult because people are watching you. Right. It's like, how do I? Yeah. How do I correct or direct you when people are used to seeing the edited fantasy version? Mm-hmm. And yeah, totally. It's that's tricky. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess also it's like you don't want to feel pressure. You know, like, oh, they're watching me. Like, I guess I should just let you do that. Don't want it's to like, embarrass him yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, no. If like, you're going to hurt yourself or get hurt. Yeah. And that's the performer aspect, too, where you'd be like, oh, babe, not so hard. Gentle. You know, like, you got to communicate, but really be like, no, for real, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I've definitely had to be like, tap. please don't, like, gag me yet. Yeah. Not right now. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Wait, Wait for it. I'll tell you when. <laughs> like, I'm going to vomit on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. You're going to make me puke everywhere. <laughs> right. But, like, secretly, like, pinching his leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, stop it. Babe. Okay. So, uh, this is totally different on the other side of it. Uh, listener question four. Do you ever experience misunderstandings about your work when dealing with civilians? or non-sex workers, friends, family, uh, things that people just don't get. Yeah. 
I, one that I hear, I want to hear yours, but one that I hear, um, cause I'm pretty insulated at this point. The people in my bubbles, like they're down, Same. they're fine. Yeah. yeah. But one that I hear from people is that they're taken advantage of for their money. Like, oh, you could just make some more cash. So can I borrow some or can you pick up the tab? Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I've never experienced Like being that. used for an ATM. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Uh, but I've never been really. like like openly balling to anybody, <laughs> you know, I keep to myself. Yeah. But some sex, wor sex workers, definitely partners will be like. Oh, Let me get some of that. I mean, I guess. I mean, when my husband was like kind of still DJing and stuff and I was dancing, I paid for a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I've definitely usually paid for more. I mean, if my partner makes less than me. But uh, no, I guess I'm talking more about either people asking for like loans. Oh, no, I never experienced that. That's good. Coercive. But OK, so let me hear yours. Do you ever experience um, some understandings? Well, I mean, at this point. Um, I don't really interact with very many people. I mean, my my mom is aware of my job um, and she is very sweet about it. She's like, you know, when you're younger, like this really upset me. And she's like, but I've grown. She's mm. dead. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. That's um, similar to my mom. But I mean, when I was dancing, that's great. That's yeah, we're lucky. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was dancing, my uncle said to me, um, when they found out about my job or whatever, I think I like openly told them this mm. was a long time ago. Um, but he was like, you know, Jem, there are some people that dance because it makes them empowered, or there's some people that strip because it makes them empowered. But that's not you, or oh. like that's not what you're doing. Oh, or, my. or something like that. Some weird assumption. Projection. Oh yeah, and it really stuck with me. I was like, what? Oh, God. Oh, okay. Like, is that an insult to those women, or is that an insult? to me or is this like you trying to be helpful in some way i mean i guess my friend from some of my friends from high school don't understand mm -hmm. um and i had to like really explain myself mm -hmm. to one of them but it actually went really well good um we are lucky yeah i don't know it's hard for me to answer that question because i just like don't talk to people who might judge me that's yeah i'm like okay bye yeah and that's a big part of probably why your answer is the way it is 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah, yeah. If, if i can't be myself around you i just you know mm -hmm. i'm not interested mm -hmm. i would love to talk about work mishaps actually <laughs> here's a couple more listener responses um, okay when i asked instagram peoples what do you like or dislike about the work someone said I hate when I'm waiting for a flaky customer to come through with payment or orders. Mm -hmm. I dislike the need to be on many platforms and manage expected 24-7 access by fans. Mm. <laughs> Somebody did not read the prompt and said, you are fucking beautiful and I enjoy that. Kissy face emojis. <laughs> That is something I do not enjoy. People do not read the prompt. I know. Or when people when people video call you on Instagram, like, oh, am I gonna? Christ. I'm not going to answer. Not gonna pick that up. <laughs> oh my god! If I do, maybe it's like my dog's butthole on <laughs> right? Zoom. Why don't you answer? <laughs> I like... showed you Poodle's butthole. Answer me. <laughs> um. Someone else says I enjoyed doing it, making content with friends. Yeah, that's fun. That's cute. Yeah. Um, someone says, I love being able to share my ideas and creativity and being able to work for myself and by myself. 
That's cute. Yes. Yeah. So mishaps That's on Tamara. <laughs> I know there's some for me, but I know any- I have to think a little bit. Yeah. If there's any like really the well, thing- okay, I have a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, my husband and I needed to make a video with like very specific come instructions, oh, and he got stage fright and couldn't yeah. come. Yeah. And he couldn't like yes. we tried for so long. Oh my and- god, I just had this like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up having to like shoot lotion at me. <laughs> Because I had to get it to him. Oh my god! And luckily, I love that. It looked okay, you know, like <laughs> get it, some chunky cum. But yeah, it's very like, moisturizing. I like needed to rub it in my body, mm, you know, so mm-hmm. just like really quickly, I mm-hmm. grab it. But that was funny, and I was getting so frustrated with him, and that was making him like worse. I'm like, just right. let me like, just like fuck me for a second, and then like. I don't know. I'm like, we'll edit it or something. Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> we'll yeah. And you know what? Honestly, credit where it's due to the male partners who like have an ejaculation deadline. Yeah. <laughs> that seems tough because I can make my I mean, I can squirt or I can have someone help me squirt without having an actual orgasm. Not very often, but I can do it like if I yeah. need to for a camera. Um, except for lucky. when I'm on webcam for some reason I can never do it interesting yeah, I think Maybe it's you the feel angle like I'm sitting rushed or something I know why because I'm usually doing solo webcam and I don't finger myself great my arms are too short oh get like breath. a fun g-spot toy I, I know I have one. a million toys I want to get a metal one like a g-spot oh, like a like curved one like a chrome yeah yes. like very firm pressure. everyone who's listening buy gem one and buy one for me please um <laughs> i have affiliates <laughs> on my website <laughs> buy me things uh, <laughs> um okay yeah boner boner anxiety for sure um yeah that was a frustrating one I was just filming me and this person I just started seeing for like funsies. Like we haven't started to share them with the world. That's still that's nice. a conversation we're having. Yeah, but it was interesting because, oh, I did tell him beforehand. So that's not true. It was partly, okay, I'll just say what it was. I said, hey, I have a client who would really appreciate it if I sent him a picture of jizz on my tits. So do you want to film for just us and then if you could would you come on my tits at the end <laughs> and he was like oh yeah sure but definitely um yeah in re-watching it I was like oh yeah we had to like we got we almost got there and then like he lost it and then I was like okay fuck me again same yeah, that's said, what just fuck did. me again <laughs> he's like the second I pull out I get like stressed out again <laughs> Yeah, that's so the way of the world. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> even the pros experience it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another time, so I like gush. Face I don't hurts from smiling. I yeah. know we're having fun. Oh, we are. We needed this. Yeah, but you I'm, said you you gush. Yeah, I'm like a gusher. Like okay. I don't really squirt. Like it doesn't like come mm-hmm. like go projectile. It just mm-hmm. like pours out. But Cute. anyway, I was filming, and um, it happened. I squirted. And I was just like, oh, my God. And it, like, scared me because I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Like, I can sell this and it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And I, like, fucked my period out of me. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, I guess, you know, I was supposed to get my period soon. And I guess. But you I got it just, a little early. Yeah. So on the video, it's like you can see blood, like, oh, dripping out of me. Jesus. And I tried to, like, edit it. So, like. <sighs> It was like cropped a little different, you know, and I'm just like, right. fucking A, like, of course, the one time this happens. Right. I was so upset. 
Some people listening might be like, wait, you did what? And this was something I actually mentioned on Instagram like a week ago because I was trying to end my period because of a fuck play date coming up. And so I was like, okay, let's get like these contractions happening. Like squeeze it out, squeeze it out. So I had that happen on webcam once. That was my mishap. Like at the very end, I got my period. Yeah, that happened to be on webcam too. Yeah, mine was a feature show though. Oh no. I know. So I was like on that time for the hour. Luckily, it was just (laughs) barely at the end. God. I know. And I told my model coordinator, I was like, you know, normally I would want to sell that clip, but like there's a little bit of blood at the very end. And she's like, oh no, it happens or something like that. Like I think I might be able to sell it if I sell it saying that there's blood. But I don't think you're allowed to do that. I think it might be against right. TOS. Right. Terms of service. Right. And so that relates to obscenity laws. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I can't. Can't show blood. You can't even type blood on OnlyFans. God. Because I was telling one of my customers that I knew wouldn't care because like I've known him for years. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like I, <laughs> I made this video, blah, blah. I'm just telling you because I have to tell somebody. That's so <laughs> cute. Know? But I tried to type blood and I had to do like, <gasps> oh, zero you know yeah and these obscenity laws again remember they exist to quote protect people yeah but i was just like telling him a silly story yeah. I'm like god damn it you're standing in the way of honest communication yeah and, like, body positivity right i know <sighs> i know wild but yeah that happened also when i was fucking on cam too like live cam mm. and you could like see it on my leg <sighs> i'm like god damn it that was live did anyone tell you no but we were rewatching it because we et- we sometimes oh. would edit them into other you know clips. clips to sell like using obs just like save the recording um i'm like fucking hey like people were in here like <laughs> in this room yeah nobody said anything oh man i guess it's kind of just like she's down to fuck <laughs> you know what i mean yeah I so is he that's funny oh my god my face hurts from <laughs> okay let's take another break <laughs> hey there do you want to help people and make money doing it Becoming a coach might be your ticket. The coaching industry is currently filled with a lot of straight white coaches and working with straight white people who have the privilege to hire them. The Coaching Guild is changing that. The Coaching Guild is looking for diverse people with diverse experiences and backgrounds who want to get university-level training to become a coach. This is not a shortcut certification program. This is intense training for the real world. They are looking for the artists, the rebels, and the wild ones. You can change the world one client at a time and make money doing it. Visit www.thecoachingguild.com. Do you have a sensitive vulva or vagina? Me too. People with vaginas will experience at least one yeast infection in their lifetime, and many folks like myself get them every time the seasons change. As someone who relies on their vaginal health for their personal and professional wellness, I use Momotaro Apotheca solutions for preventing bacterial vaginosis or yeast infection. Their products also serve urinary tract infections, postpartum care issues, aftercare, and general irritation from sex, clothing, and exercise. I love these things. I use them to shorten my healing time or prevent irritation. Use Stripper Writer for a discount code and check out their affiliated CBD products at Oshihana.com. That's MomotaroApotheca.com and Oshihana.com. 
Well, welcome back, everybody, to They Talk Sex podcast. Um, Gem and I are talking about how tricky it is to advertise and just sell the stuff that we make that people want to buy, which the government and individual organizations keep squashing down because they don't like pornography. Um, because like with FOSTA, SESTA stuff, because I'm selling NFTs now, I can't advertise them through OnlyFans, obviously. I can't be sending them to another website, you know, and I put the link in my link tree, you know, which is like a secret link tree because on Instagram. it's on Instagram. Right. And I can't direct people to the link in bio because it's like a great way to get deleted. Yep. Um, and I like have worked so hard on my Instagram. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. I can't lose it. It really is beneficial for making money. Yeah. Um, but you know, so I need I need to make a new Twitter and I'm just like, fuck, I like don't have a Twitter. I have to like build this new platform because I can't advertise anywhere but there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read it too. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. Reddit's a pain in the ass. And a lot of people don't know that. So earlier you said like on Instagram a lot of people don't know that you're not supposed to link to your OnlyFans from Instagram if it's no. adult content. You are not supposed to link to any adult content from your Instagram, your bio, your story. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I fudge by like writing out the URL sometimes like in a post and then I might delete it later because someone could report it for soliciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it's in the terms of service. But a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that because they're not proactive about sharing that. Yeah, no, they're not. I mean, I actually took a class. I took an Instagram class. Really? Uh-huh, like how to understand it, how to use it? How to not get deleted. Wow. Like for sex workers. Do you remember um, who hosted it? Of course. Yeah. My um her name's Ona Artist on Instagram. And she has a class and Ona O N A. Yeah, O N A Artist. Okay, cool. And she's a total cutie and sweetheart and her class was so wonderful. You feel and like it was so helpful? many Oh, so much. And I feel like all the other people you know in the course and like the whole network is so supportive and wonderful and i feel like i got like welcomed into some like nice girl club or nice person club that is because it isn't only girls um that's really cool yeah yeah so we're talking about internet porn making this is the internet porn making episode with gem thanks everybody who rates and reviews us online and you can email me your host l stanger they talk sex podcast at protonmail.com. So kind of relating to that. Do you remember Backpage? Yeah. The personal section. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read that for fun or use it? I never used no. it. I read it for fun. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't. I'm, I'm, but I'm aware of it. Right. right. So adults would post listings talking about what they're into, what they looked like. Maybe they attached a photo. Maybe they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people could communicate that way. And this was really great for people who maybe didn't use conventional dating. So queer people, kinky people, trans people, um, closeted people, Mm -hmm. sex worker people. (laughs) Um, The owners of Backpage for years had hosted ads for sexual services in print and online. And conservatives and mainstream politicians claimed that it was a trafficking titan. which you and I understand, and a lot of people listening to this understand that any method of communication can be abused and used for nefarious, harmful purposes, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, Facebook, turns out, had more reported child sexual abuse material than Pornhub. I believe it. Oh, by, like, 90% more. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, what's interesting about that is so on Twitter before I lost my first account, um, mm. whatever, <laughs> I'm like sad now. Um, but, uh, a bunch of other sex workers found somebody who was posting child pornography, mm. which I like really greatly regret looking at. It, like, oh, you saw it. Oh, it's like burned into my brain. I've it was seen very some too. Oh, it was very upsetting. Um, but um a bunch of sex workers you know, found sex it. workers found it mm-hmm. we all reported, reported them mm-hmm. and their account was gone within 45 minutes i mean to be honest wow. you know so here's twitter that allows not safe for work content and and things like that mm-hmm. and immediately it's handled by a bunch of people who are like quote unquote like bad people who encourage this sort of stuff it's like no apparently like, pornhub pays or mindgeek the parent company they pay for therapists for their moderators I believe it. Good for them. So I'm looking at this article um, by Kelsey Burke and Nancy Whittier. It was on the WashingtonPost.com. This is an analysis piece. It says, conservative Christians and anti-porn feminists want to shut down online pornography. That doesn't make them allies. So... This was in early October. Apparently, the Backpage.com owners are facing a status hearing. They were convicted of uh, facilitating prostitution. They were not convicted of trafficking, which is really important to mm-hmm. note. Um, I mean, in some ways, that yes. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's right. what that they were doing. What, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, laws and ethics are not the same thing. So... Mm-hmm. I definitely break the law from time to time, but I am a good ethical person, I think. Um, right? That's how I feel, too. Right. So they do mention FOSTA-SESTA, and a lot of our listeners are familiar with that, but basically FOSTA-SESTA changed how the internet functions. So now websites are, for the first time ever, websites and platforms are liable for the content their users post, and supporters of FOSTA-SESTA said that this will make it easier to catch sex traffickers and pimps no it doesn't it's way harder when everything that's pornographic can Mm -hmm. be considered potentially linked to human trafficking so nobody wants to host any of it so you've just created a big fat underground market yeah totally thanks dicks yeah and also it's like i don't understand why like constantly big name sex workers are getting deleted on instagram like because of fosta sesta because just the fact that they have the link in their bio like means they've already been age verified you know what i mean so it's like what is the purpose of them deleting these people oh you I mean know- like the blue check mark people yeah, I mean, or even just anybody who has like, you know, 100,000 followers and up, you know, like Instagram models that are also sex workers. Mm-hmm. I guess my whole point is, is that isn't helping them Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Instead, all it's doing is like harming people that haven't done anything wrong because I know people who like post in f- clothing that keep getting deleted and mm-hmm. it's just because of who they are. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to read a brief bit of this article. Uh, In the 1980s, conservatives borrowed anti-porn feminist ideas as they tried to criminalize all sex work. But anti-porn feminists and conservatives worked in separate organizations. Conservatives invited individual anti-porn feminists to testify about legislation or the social ills of pornography and touted their claims that pornography harms women. 
but they worried more about how pornography fostered, quote, destructive attitudes towards sexuality and family life than about how pornography contributed to gender inequality. So you have the anti-porn feminists. Um, their main argument is like, this hurts women. Um, and then the conservatives is, this hurts the traditional family. So it's definitely a two-pronged attack. Yeah. Based on misinformation. Because studies and research show over, you know, decades from multiple organizations like the ACLU, World Health Organization, Amnesty International, that places where sex work is decriminalized and porn is accessible experience lower violence um, and STI transmission rates. I believe it. You know, and I definitely think like the the way that platforms are now, like especially with OnlyFans, and this is in regard to like it hurting women. Mm -hmm. I think that the way the platform is set up is like completely the opposite. It's it's empowering for women oh, which one only fans yeah just the way that it you know the way that it works How no so? there you don't have like management or people telling you what to do like you choose the type of things you want to post and share and how you want to interact besides blood <laughs> yeah yeah not that you can't say child either there's yeah. a lot of things you can't say mm -hmm. um but i mean aside from that like i don't think it harms women to to be in control of their own sexuality and what they want to do with it. Right. And a lot of sex workers aren't women either. So. Hey, yeah, for <laughs> sure. 100%. Right. right. So, okay. So this. But I guess it's not supposed to hurt men. Right. Yeah. None of this is supposed to hurt anybody. Y yeah. Yeah. Erotica and dildos have existed for apparently up to 30,000 years. There's that one hand carved phallus out of Germany, I think it is. I love it. <laughs> I believe it. It's like we're sexual beings. Sex feels good sometimes. Yeah. Um, so what would you like to see change for our industries? Just, I mean, ideally platforms wouldn't take like a big fat chunk, you know, percentage. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I am okay with paying like a rental fee because it makes sense. Like if I go on to cam soda, they are hosting the stream. They might be doing advertising for me. Maybe, maybe not. But they're hosting the stream and it's a place where I can show up. And I, at this point, I can't use my FaceTime. You know, like I'm not going to give my phone number to a client. I could use like my secondary phone. But either I have to host the stream or I pay someone else to do it, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But it can be a way for these platforms or these venues to be predatory where they're like, well, you need a place to dance or you need a place to fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. So hand over, you know, 40, 50, whatever yeah. percent. Well, yeah, like stage fees and stuff. but. At strip clubs and but mm -hmm. yeah, the percentage does suck. And then when you think about having to put aside like a third for taxes, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, the new like NFT stuff I'm doing, their percentage structure is good. Oh, good. Yeah, like it's they take a very small percentage, and with all resales, I continue to make money. Good. Yeah, which is when I read it, I was like, holy shit, this is like. So that would be a good business model for pornography stuff. But yeah. then, yeah. But this is for pornography. Oh, that's right. You're selling nudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess I mean in general websites and platforms. It would be nice if the hosting didn't cost so much sometimes. Yeah. 20% is a lot. Mm -hmm. So what else? I wish that it was a lot easier to report people or have content taken down. Yes. Yeah. Like leaks. Mm -hmm. I know. I hate like Googling and looking for them. I found one site that has like way more videos of me on it that have been released. So I don't really understand. Like maybe it's like GIFs or something. I didn't want to look that Oof, far. But you found that there was a ton of files. It like said, it's like, 
like 500 something videos you're like i don't have that many <laughs> yeah like, have a lot. like i think on my only fans there's like 300 videos or something but you know some of them are gifts mm, okay you know they're like yeah it's frustrating but yeah like having a file that shit is like a total pain in the ass mm-hmm. there's ones you can sign up though like as a subscription mm-hmm. so do you have any advice for anybody who's thinking about going into filming their sex or selling it or images uh that it's not easy to do you know don't quit your day job yeah that it really like in order to succeed you have to be working a lot and it's more than just like fucking on film and putting it online Mm -hmm. yeah you don't just like fucking upload yeah it's so much so much more than that Mm -hmm. and if the Um, neighbor's doing heavy construction that day you can't really film dude i have birds (laughs) i i have (laughs) birds so the birds are always in the background of all my videos that's like kind of (laughs) quaint oh god are you the disney princess of porn (laughs) i know i've been thinking like in my bio or something i have to be like i have birds (laughs) (laughs) birds follow (laughs) me just so people know like what the fuck that's so cute you do have birds yeah Yeah. pet birds yeah bird lady i just got a pop-up from my groomer that says that lux interior the poodle is all finished being groomed Ooh, i know poodle's so. gonna look ridiculous sassy and he's sweet. gonna look i know we're quite a pair going down the street <laughs> um before we go do you have any sex tips i ask all my guests this do you have any sex tips for our audience um have fun with toys i think that is a sex tip and Sorry, I just yelled, but <laughs> familiarize yourself with your body. Like, look in the mirror when you masturbate. Although mm. that's like a, a double-edged sword because I like cannot get off unless I like can see myself masturbating from, from <laughs> filming. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. People are like, do you become reliant or like addicted to like one way? It's like whatever way is the easiest and effective. That's the way your body wants to do it. It's kind literally of. to save you effort. Yeah. I mean, if I'm just like going to go to sleep or something, I can mm-hmm. like blast myself. But, you know, I have to like look in the mirror if I really want to have a good time. Ooh, okay. But toys with partners are fun. Fans are going to hear it. that and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I She's know. so cute. She looks in the mirror when she masturbates. <laughs> yeah. Blast yourself. I just kind of like hump my vibrator when I'm lazy, which is often <laughs> mommy tired. Um, okay, well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much so for much coming fun. on. This was so much fun. So look up Gem on Twitter and Instagram at Lil Shoddy Gem and find me at Stripper Writer or They Talk Sex Podcast on Instagram and lstanger.com. Thank you, John, for the lovely edits and thank you to our sponsors. Until next time.